Okay. Welcome back to Midwest Girls. Man, look at my hair after going forward with it to turn on the recording. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this as a mirror real quick. <laughs> hey, let's sorry, do what you need to sorry. do. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry that I'm not sorry. You might want to eat the mic a little more. Oh. <laughs> there. Okay, we're back after a week break. Yeah. That we needed. Yeah. Because we had random crazy things happen and yeah. that's okay that's just life that's yeah and you know what we were everyone was probably with their families all weekend anyway yes As it was a good weekend to break fourth of july we saw some fireworks yeah we and did had some brats and had lots of brats and those ones were really good i'm still picking sorry up, i'm listening to this too it's fine talking. i still i'm still picking up poppers from my yard <laughs> Sorry, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seth, uh, we brought over this those giant the giant packs of like fireworks. It's like sixteen thousand smoke bombs. Yeah, and then and uh, what the are those things? Yeah, poppers. Yeah, yeah. The kids loved it. It was great. <laughs> it's well, like here's the strings <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Oh yeah, and then yeah, basically we spent the whole Fourth of July weekend together. Yeah, we did. It was awesome. Yeah. But it was needed. It was. And should I yeah. tell them what happened? Yes, oh, go ahead. Yes, guys. So one of the reasons we took off, which really 4th of July, it worked out fine. Yeah. Um, Leslie, my sweet little, my youngest, um, we had just finished. It was Thursday. We had just finished a lovely lunch outside. It was a beautiful day. I'm sitting there talking with Adam. And you know the scream you hear when your kids scream and you know it's a bad scream. Yeah. She screamed that scream. <laughs> It was, I heard, huh, and then, <gasps> and the swing. My kids like to play circus on the swing set. Like, they make up all these routines. Well, they've had this one swing on the monkey bars forever, and they really were just kind of swinging on it. Well, she sat on it, and it came down. And she caught herself and broke her wrist. Uh, it was high. It, it was. And I, like, you know, as mothers do, I looked back and said, why didn't I take that down? Why didn't I take that down? But it's, um, Leslie has broken both her arms at this point, and Adam and Paige have never broken <laughs> both. <laughs> oh, Liz. So we had to move our vacation, and it's fine, but, like, that was just not expected yeah. at all. Well, you're mourning, like, the... What you're missing. Yeah, I feel bad for her. Like, yeah. I got this thing that supposedly you can swim in, but I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. We've already had one recasting because right. she just stuck it down in the tub. I was literally going, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I can't. If we show up again for a cast, that's what? They're going to be like, <laughs> what is What kind mean? of a mother are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But anyways, she's good. She's t- she's a tough cookie. Yes. We're fine. She has a lime green cast on yes. now. <laughs> yes. It's super cute. She be- decorated the blue one first for the 4th of July parade. So that's fun. Hey, it's so done now. It worked out. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> it's done. She doesn't have to be in it too long, though, does she? No, just, I think just a month. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not bad. Yeah. Oh, but anyway. What? Mm. Oh, I thought you said so. No, I say <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um on my end it was just you know everything that comes with the farm and we mourned a loss oh. of a pet slash she is was a farm animal but she was just our favorite rabbit kind of thing and um and how it happened was just so sad it was and I'm just like oh I'll save you all the details but we're okay and I cried the whole day. I I'm like over this rabbit, and I I text Megan, and she just went with through everything with Leslie, and I said it was the day after. Yes, Leslie, and I'm just like I've been crying all morning and all day trying to take care. I was like doing everything I could to try to save her, Aww. and I'm just like I couldn't sleep the night before, and um. Sometimes I wonder why the Lord called us to do how we do our homestead because I, but then I know why, because we do care, but, um, we just care so much about every animal that we have. Uh, and it was a, like you said, it was pretty sad. Yeah. The way she passed. Yeah. So. And, um, we basically, like we had to put her out of her misery. She could have, 
she could possibly still be alive today, but she... Oh, it would be bad. It, it would be bad. No, so that was not, would not be... No, no, it wouldn't. So um, after about 24 hours of trying to take care of her, um, I just said, she's in so much pain. There's so much of this going on and um, within her body that it's not, it's not gonna, it's not, even we're just prolonging her life in misery, so... Yeah. So, yeah. So, we, like, text each other, and we're like, we could do a podcast where we just cry. Yes. <laughs> and we're like, no, just take a break. Yes. Sometimes the Lord just says, lay it down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's the correct thing to do. Exactly. There's times to persevere, and there's times to... To rest. To rest and take a break. But anything... Ooh, anything, I started to say. Anywho. With all that being... Anywho thing. With all that being said, we are going to be diving in to the Book of Acts. Yeah. I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't read the Book of Acts in a long time um, prior to this, so when diving back in and, like, looking at other studies on it, because I like to have, obviously the Bible is the number one resource, but I like to get things from multiple perspectives. Yeah. Um, or multiple, like, pa- yeah, perspectives, a good word. Um, okay. Truthful perspectives. Matthew Henry. 16th or 17th century pastor does a good commentary of the whole Bible. And I often will look up his commentary <laughs> yeah. online. Like, this guy is, like, for real. Like, <laughs> we'll talk to him in heaven someday. Yeah. Oh, that'd be, it's so cool who we will potentially. I mean, I know we won't know for sure until we get there. But it's the ones that we potentially know that are going to be there. Yeah. It's gonna. It's really cool we'll be to think about. So. Yeah. The book of Acts, um, I remember in high school, you know, like there's just moments in your life where the Lord gets your attention. Well, I yeah. was in high school, and I remember that was like the first book. So Isaiah was the first one when I was little. There's just these moments in my life. And Acts was the one in high school where I really like started studying it yeah. and like underlining and question, like questioning. And yeah. I just remember that time in my life where I was like, oh this is really like popping off the page. I mean, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. Yes. So I love the book of Acts. Yeah. Um, I would hide in my mom's closet and read it. (laughs) I know, it was weird. Hey, that's a good thing. Yeah, I was like, I think a youth pastor had told me, he's like, go find your little like corner space and And just study. And so I had like this sleeping bag in there. I don't even know if you know this, mom. (laughs) It went Stratford. And I would just do that. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. That was the name of our road. That was for my mother's. Um, oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? House? Yeah, it's just so my mom knows where that was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you moved Reference. a couple of times. Reference. <laughs> so that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I didn't know what you were looking for. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, anywho, so a little background on Acts before we truly, like, head details or head into the details. The writer of the book of Acts is Luke. So Luke, um, his book, of the, his gospel is very detailed from birth to resurrection. Mm-hmm. And Luke was a physician. Yes, and he was a physician. Um, and, oh, shoot, after you said that, I'm like, oh, there's a, something I wanted to say about that, but I didn't write it down. But oh. it's okay. Um, when you, actually, let's look at this real quick. When you look at, um, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you look at what their professions was beforehand. Yeah. I'm like it makes sense. It all makes sense on how they write. Yeah, it and does. Um, it was just—it's really interesting to me when you look at it from the personality. Like the people, there was actual people who wrote this book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, you can kind of get a glimpse into who they are as well, just based on how they write, even though they're not technically writing about themselves. Yeah. Just their style. Yeah. So I always I thought that was interesting. Their personalities come through there. Yes. Um, but at, what Acts does is really shows how God uh, took back the earth after years and years of separation. And yes. that started in the Garden of Eden. And um, it all started with, in the chapter one, it just all starts with the Holy Spirit coming. Like, Okay, so... Jesus has been resurrected, okay? And he walks for 40 days with his disciples and telling them all about God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. So telling them about heaven. Mm-hmm. And um, that, to me, is really 
really interesting and cool. And but also that the the kingdom of heaven is here. here. Yes, yeah, Pastor Not just preached on that really well this Sunday. Yes, um, that it's there and here, here, present with us now. Yes, and so yeah, I think that is a good lead into yeah. Acts. So right here, so when and also while he was walking with them for forty days, telling them about this, and he's saying, "Hey, the Holy Spirit is coming. Stay in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit's coming, and you want to be washed with it." And um, I always lose this verse. Where'd it go? And he sent them with the mission. Oh, yeah. But you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judah and all Samaria in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm. And there he's speaking directly to his disciples that are there. You know, does it say specifically that there's just the disciples there? Because a lot of times we think of just the disciples being there, but a lot of times there's lots of others. Yeah, I would say. I would say there's probably more than just them. So he there. But um, while you look at that, I'll move on real quick. Keep talking. Um, And it's just now like we go ahead. It says um, in verse 13 and 14 that the apostles went back and they joined together constantly in prayer along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Yeah. So maybe it was just the 12. It, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was just, I just um, have always, I always forget, like, when Jesus calmed the storm, there was other boats. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, there's, he had more than just the 12 following him. Yeah. He had tons of people following him. Yeah. Um, but they were, like, his who he was really intentionally yes. teaching yes. the 12th. He, he, because he was saying, you guys are my witnesses. You walked with me the closest, and your your job is to go and preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. And that's what our job is now, too. Mm-hmm. And that's technically the definition of apostle. Mm-hmm. There were really they only walked 12. With Jesus. They yep. walked with Christ. And yep. Paul is included in he that. Because he saw Christ on the road. Because he saw Christ, yes. Yep. Sorry, I just like talked over you. <laughs> I get I get so excited. I'm like, yeah, because of this. <laughs> we like we like details. Yes, I like details. I like details, um, especially when it comes to the Bible. I I'm good at losing some and other the, aspects. The more you understand, like the more you learn, the greater understanding, and that is exactly mm-hmm. one of the roles of the Holy Spirit. I think yes. we need to like dive in. Yes. So they um, they've watched Jesus ascend. Mm-hmm. and they're just, like, standing there looking up, yep. and an angel appears to them, and he says, Men of Galilee, this is verse 11, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. So that's the way they return, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, and they go, and they're in prayer constantly. And one order of business that they um, wanted to take care of was, replacing Judas Mm -hmm. and so they actually cast lots and voted for do you say Matthias or Matthias I say Matthias Matthias okay yeah so but I don't know if that's correct so (laughs) I what I do now and I still I struggle with this but pick what you're going to say and say it with confidence because nobody else really knows either so they're going to believe you (laughs) that's there you go Matthias (laughs) Matthias It is Matthias. Matthias. (laughs) I like that. So they now they're just like praying and waiting. Yep. They're waiting for the Holy Spirit because that's what Jesus said to do. Yes. Wait. Yep. Oh, and so the Holy Spirit comes, and then we're moving on to like the biggest moment in history. You're just gonna glance like glaze over like the fire. Oh, the fire came down. Sorry, I'm so excited (laughs) about this. About Peter. <laughs> okay. Not that you're glazing over. That wasn't fair me to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. It's true. I just like it's just like really hitting me like how like crazy like this moment is and how this step there's a bug. Uh, how this step just changed history. Yes. And sure I'm just okay, we come back. No. So anyhow, the fire of the Holy Spirit comes down yeah. on them and they are um what is it? Go ahead. Go it's ahead. a huge deal. It's it they it is the day of Pentecost. Yep. Um, and to this up to this point in the history of the world, mm-hmm. 
the cool. Holy Spirit yes, was not right. available to right. everyone. There were special anointings that you'll read about in the Old Testament, such as Samuel mm-hmm. or David. David even pleads at one point, like he can tell the Holy Spirit was like being mm-hmm. taken from, or he was afraid it was going to be taken from him. He goes, take not your spirit from me. Mm-hmm. So this is the coming of the Holy Spirit and equally... Uh, Part of equal part of the Trinity is what I'm trying to say. This is God within us is coming. Yes. So it is. It is moment. It is a momentous occasion. Yeah. And this fire comes down. Imagine just in this room, and all of a sudden there's fire above <laughs> yes. your head. It'd be quite the moment. It would be. I could see us going up. Yeah. Is this demonic? I guess. Yeah. Because, like, you, know, you just saw your. Jesus, but, lived yeah, in the clouds, you'd be like, what now? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, but so here, here's something. This is what verse I was trying to remember when my face went in the video. So oh. those who are watching, when you were talking, my face went. <gasps> I realized what I was going to say now. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to start clear at the beginning of chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like a blowing of violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated they, and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And so and when you read through Acts... You'll, you'll realize this too. Um, now people that can understand them, they're all speaking in these different languages, or everybody around them speaks in these different languages, but then all of a sudden people are like, we can understand them. Yes. How is this possible? And back it's a miracle. In, yeah. And back in um, um, Genesis, when after Noah, you know, gets off the boat and they were like seeing everybody kind of collaborate in one spot and start to build up and stuff. And he was like, no, 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 no. We're going to um, cause confusion. God's like, I'm going to cause confusion. And because man was going to be the, too powerful and probably too evil. Yes. Again. So yeah. God, and he's like, I just flooded the earth and now they're already doing this. Yes. So he <laughs> changed the languages. Yes, he created a language barrier. Babel. And that's part of the whole that 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 sets right before all of the fun geneal, genealogy stuff that you read, and so and so went this way, and this became Babylon. So and so went this way, and yeah. So it's just like so these these people are living in years of separation of link, like not of being able to barriers, yeah, yeah of not being able to understand each other, and now they're like, whoa, 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 we can understand what he's saying. Yes. Um. And Jesus said that this, you will do these things and greater when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And yes. so it's like, boom. Yep. Look at what, wow. Yes. Are those our kids? Yeah, but I, d- I think so, but I don't know if they're upstairs or downstairs. Okay. I can check if they went. I think they're downstairs. I think they're okay because I think that guy would say something okay. if they're being too loud. Yes. <laughs> so I actually, I'll reference, we just finished John, but I'm going to go back to John 14, yeah. 16 for just a minute. Um, Jesus is telling them about the Holy Spirit. Yes. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. In you. Mm -hmm. So this is that miracle, like God is now in us. Jesus was with us. Now he is in us. Yes. It's so wild. Um. So now that the Holy Spirit's in them, and they start, so people start to assume that they have had too much wine. They're drunk at, like, <coughs> in the morning. And Yeah. And here's my coughing fit that's going to happen. Um, and so here's what I was talking about earlier. So, <coughs> of course, it's right now. Mm-hmm. Then Peter stood up, and I know it says, yeah, mine says, then Peter stood up. I know different versions of it say it differently. And it it goes on to say with the 11, but there is a purpose that it specifically says Peter. Mm -hmm. Because he, well, first, these four words have changed the course of history. Yeah. And there, Peter was broken. He was fell flat on his face. He was broken to pieces. And he walked with Christ and yet denied him. And then, or denied that he knowed him, knew him, <laughs> knowed him, <laughs> knew him. And then 
he was mended by Christ and God met him, Jesus met him where he was at to mend him. And that's a theme in the book of Acts. You meet people where they're at. Mm -hmm. And he experienced after this the full mercy, the full grace that of God. And after being a coward, and he learned to tame his boldness and silence himself mm -hmm. and just let this Holy Spirit flow through him. And because of that, the church, look where the church is today. Yeah. Because of this moment in history, the, the church is now where it is now. It's like Peter finally learned how to use his strong personality yes. the way Christ needed him yes. to use it. Yes. So, yeah, it's it's an awesome moment. Yes. Like, oh, this is how mm -hmm. I do this. Yes. And um, when you think about it, it's kind of like, you know, when you think of people, like, we have strong personalities. Yes. I, had, I have been broken it, several times. Yes. <laughs> like, and needed to be broken. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And... It's just, where was I going with that? Sorry. No, it's okay. No, it wasn't. It was what, something that you said. Okay. That, and it's just, I need to be broken too. But when we have, okay, here we go. So when Jesus called Peter, he could see this moment. Yes. And when he knew that Peter had the this gift of boldness, that this God-given gift of boldness, that he can be used for good, even though for a while Peter was getting in his own way, like all of us do, who have a natural boldness to us. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but here's a perfect example. In go and this is back in Romans. This is Romans 3.23 and talks about we all fall short of the glory. We all, we all fall short of the glory of God is like a summarization of that. Mm -hmm. We have all sinned and fall fallen short of the glory of God. And... We all have preferred creation to the creator. We don't want God. We want his stuff. And that's where so many of us get caught up. Caught up. Yes. And he gave us creation because he loved us and said, glorify me with this. Yeah. And so it's just once we come to that point and realizing that we all fall short, but yet even though we fall short, God gave us this, knowing where we would end up, knowing how we would mess up. And then he gave us his son to cover us up. Yeah. And he still chose us time and time again. And that Peter standing up is him being confident in that and knowing that and knowing that God is on his side and what he is speaking is truth. Yeah. And so it goes on to talk about... Um, it goes on to say, he's just basically like, I'm, we are not drunk. Like, don't accuse us. And so right away when Peter real, and they take this, then the other disciples, I don't want to discredit the 11 because they also stood up with him too. Yeah, and but Peter's the one that like is addressing the whole crowd. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but right away, guess what? The first attack comes too, because it says people are saying that they're drunk. Mm -hmm. And how many times do we try to preach the gospel? And how many times do we try, the, does Satan try to get in our heads in some way, using other people around us to knock us down? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when we get, when we get, when we are on the path of the will of God, what makes us think? that we're not going to get attacked. We're more than likely going to get attacked because why would Satan mess with somebody who's constantly sinning? Right. <laughs> he, he takes down the threats. Yes, exactly. It's, it, we, I was, even when you were saying, Peter, expect it, you guys. I hate mm. to be this way. And I'm not trying, I don't want to be like, yeah, we <coughs> are going, what am I trying to say here? If you are stepping out and being oh, obedient yeah. to Christ, mm -hmm. If you're responding with a yes to the you Holy Spirit's will, movement. It will happen. Yes. It will happen at some point. And in regards, and in my own life, I think I've had to be broken in similar ways that Peter needed to be broken. Yes. Like, I thought I understood certain things. Mm -hmm. And then, no. It's God in, was like, no, you need to, you need to submit even this to me. Yes. And 
now I can use you. Yes, correct. We serve a God of truth. And in those moments, because I've had those moments too, when you are the most broken is when you realize the truth about yourself. And I and I don't know about you, but I couldn't serve a God that told me I'm awesome because I'm not. Yeah. I am not awesome. And I know that. And so when you try to hide these sins inside, I'm very open book. It's very easy for me to just like lay it out there. I struggle with lots of things. But I know what now that my where my feet are planted that I don't you know, it might pop up every now and then, like so, like this struggle of mine, but it's not tempting. Yeah. You know, I might kind of, oh, no, no, I know I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. And because of Jesus, I'm not supposed to have these thoughts. Because of Jesus, I'm supposed to have these thoughts. He truly becomes, there's a moment in your life where he truly becomes a firm foundation. Mm-hmm. And it, everyone's at different places in their walk. But at some point you go, this is it. Yeah. This is my firm foundation. Yeah. And it's like I've said before, it's the true grit moment. Yes. Like, okay, yeah. Am I gonna practice what I'm right. preaching? It's like I'm like practice what I believe. Yes, yes. Because he knows the truth about me is why I trust him even more. Yes. And because yeah, go ahead. Go no, ahead. it's I'll... good. <coughs> um, no, it's true. Like I I'm not it's not like there was a huge sin issue in my life even, but I would say there was a spirit of pride for a while. I don't know what else to really call it. Like I thought I understood certain things and this, this and that. And the Lord needed to take me down a notch. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I needed it for my own good and for his good to, to understand certain things his way. I hope I'm making sense here. And if, if I had stayed there, Mm -hmm. I, I, don't feel like I even could have been used yeah, by him. That's and true. It's like, nope, this is, even this, Meg, submit to me. Because what I've noticed, because I've had the pride issues too, a lot of times, though, it ter- it's like it's pride and turns into and is a selfishness. Yes. Because you're if you wallow too much in pride, all of a sudden you're like, well, why am I not getting this? Mm-hmm. Oh, why don't I deserve this? Right. This look at all I do. Pride cometh before yes. the fall. Yeah, exactly. It's and it's certainly true. Yes. And God doesn't want you to stay there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so that's why if you feel the Holy Spirit prompting you, <laughs> say yes. Yeah. Even though it's scary, but when you like just kind of put up this wall and actually you think you're not responding, you guys, we've all been in the moments. You know. Yes. You know when it's like. Well, maybe some people don't. Actually. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they haven't been taught that's that true. they're the. I, if I may, the Holy Spirit can prompt you as like a still small voice. Yes. That nagging in your head, mm-hmm. sometimes with a dream. Yeah. A thought. Mm-hmm. Um, some. I mean, I don't want to like put God in a box. Sometimes they're big moments. I yeah. can't think of anything specifically. Yeah. When I would lead worship. Um, I always knew the Holy Spirit was talking to me, and I can still think of that feeling to this day, was I would start getting, it's going to sound really weird, hot. Yeah. Like, I would feel hot. Yeah. And like, I don't want to, because I'm actually not that confident, you guys. I'm not a very confident person, but sometimes there would be words laid on me that I was supposed to say, and I would feel really hot. Mm -hmm. It's like almost, the feeling wasn't fear. Yeah. But like, it's going to come out like, yeah. okay, just, just let it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope I didn't freak anyone out just then, but like the whole, you need at some point to trust that you're hearing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Don't let Satan steal that from you. Right. Because that is one of the Holy Spirit's roles. He is the, um, he is the tr- truth giver. He mm-hmm. makes us understand scripture mm-hmm. and things that, that the Lord is giving us. And secondly, he's the gift giver. Mm-hmm. And you need to trust, like, okay, if he's gifted you, in my example, with music, with the, I don't really think I'm a gifted speaker, but let's just say that for a minute, speaking, Mm -hmm. step out and do it. Yeah. You got to do it. Exactly. It's, yeah, for me, it's just, he'll put something, like, all of a sudden, I'll have a thought. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. More so often, it's a thought for me. Yes. But it's a very specific, yes example. Yes. And, like, I, and I just think about it. Nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. I, like, not a nagging. Yeah. It's just but there. Like, a, a pull, like, okay, you're going to do this. Yeah. You're going to do this. Yeah. 
Like this Sunday, for example, I have 10 minutes to recap the missions trip. And I just feel this like need to talk about a little about Legion because I had a moment on the missions trip where I I thought of Legion and I thought if I was back home, this man I'm currently talking to and loving on, I would have crossed the street to get away from. And it was a hard moment for me to realize. And I thought Jesus crossed the sea after... After filled with demons. Yes, for a man filled with demons, after preaching all day, teaching all day, calmed the storm on the way. Mm-hmm. And he did get a little snooze. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He did get a little snooze. I doubt very he, he did he had well, yeah, because he had to deal with his disciples who were like, We're going ah! to die. <laughs> so he's dealing with his little children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he still goes to the man who doesn't even know his own name because there, it was a demon inside, and it said, "My name is Legion," because there are many. And I'm just like, if God, the Creator, the Savior of the universe, crosses a sea for that one, why do I cross a a street to get away from that one? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and so I'm just praying for um, that to come out clearly this weekend because I can't, I, I know if I walk away without saying, saying it, I will be. Mm-hmm. It, you know, in Jeremiah where he's like, I, I can't contain it. It's like a burning inside me. That's yeah. how I felt this whole week. Yeah. Like I can't contain this anymore. Yeah. Yes. Um like disclaimer here if you have like small children you know use discretion and follow the holy spirit there's a reason you felt that do i need that's not even necessary for me to say like, no because i was like what are you talking yeah, about yeah no like like if you cross the street <laughs> i get what you're saying yeah now. you know what i'm saying like don't you i now i feel like i just negated what you said <laughs> Oh, that's no, use the the Holy Spirit. Obviously, was guiding you yes. in that. Yes, use wisdom. There's yes. a reason the Lord has given you a brain, right? Okay, like disclaimer. I'm like, wait, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, right yeah, I know. Now I get it. Yeah, okay. Do you guys get it? <laughs> like, oh, but gosh. submit all things to the Lord. <laughs> Sorry, that just made me laugh. That's okay. Um, oh, oh my gosh, I don't know if I. Oh, but speaking of submitting it to the Lord. Oh, anywho, I think I got on a tangent, but I was trying to say, when you say no, if you're not responding, that's still a no, mm-hmm. and that's actually an that it's disobedience. Yes, it's disobedience, and that goes towards hardening your heart because mm-hmm. you do, and um, I can see things in my life, like in my early walk, where I didn't really fully understand what was being told by the Lord, I just was like, oh, I think maybe it's something. And now everything's more coming full circle. But it hardened my heart to an extent. Yep. Because I'm like, oh, they're fine. I wouldn't want help if I was them. Yeah. And stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's, it's the, it's this physical world Mm -hmm. that, again, I'm going to say again, it has, the physical has so much attention we need to fully trust the spiritual as yes. well. And I see a lack of that so yes. much in our in the world. But in the church, mm-hmm. I think Christ, and we know that in the end days that there will be like false teaching and hearts have grown cold. We have forgotten our first love yeah. of Christ. But can you imagine if we all as Christians would harness that power that literally mm-hmm. lives in us and trust it. Yes. Like be trust the spiritual within yes. you. Yes. You are actually spirit. You yeah. are equally spirit and physical. Yes. Okay. So can you just step out? Yeah. Yeah. And if you feel you don't feel confident, that's okay. Jesus meets you where you're at physically and spiritually. That's right. He will help you along. We are two examples of that. Yes. Yeah. And here's something else like kind of talking about like the church and stuff and we need to do this so we can mold it for our children yes and help them because right now 
I love, love the heart but of all of our kids, all seven of them. But in, in like as a mom, like just getting to feed into them. And but right now it came to the, the realization came to me right now. It's mom and dad's faith. Mm-hmm. It's mom and dad's faith. We do this be, and they uh, they're so excited about it. They ha- I, f- I feel like they have a grasp, a true grasp on things, but they don't know. They, they see, need to every, see it played out. Yes. They don't know. They only see everything right now through a Christian view. Right. Someday that will be challenged. Someday it will be challenged and they will have to go and be the worldview. And hey, this one day they'll have to make the choice that this isn't just my mom and dad's faith. This is mine. Is it? This is my relationship. Or you know what? It might take a little longer. They might challenge it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that scares the crap out of me. Me And, you know, we've all been there at one point of a point, point, some version of it at one point in our lives. Some, the extreme cases is what I'm scared of. Yes. And goodness, you guys, I think the prayers of a father and a mother, Mm -hmm. this is not scriptural. These are just my musings, but I think they have power. Pray over your kids. Be diligent. There is scripture behind this. Okay. We will shoot them out as our arrows. Um, Raise a child up in the way they should go. And when they grow old, they shall not depart from Mm -hmm. it. Now, Disclaimer, you can do everything correct and you, mm-hmm. your child still has to make that choice. Yes. But I think my point is, I think there is so much power in the prayers of a mother and a father mm-hmm. of protection over yes. their children. I, one that I pray so often is I reference that verse and I don't, it's a homeless one, that where Jesus says, narrow is the path to salvation and wide is the path to destruction. Mm-hmm. I pray over my kids and over the boys um, children, my nieces, my nephews, children I love in my life, that the Lord would keep them on that narrow path to mm-hmm. salvation and off the path of destruction. Mm-hmm. I pray that over them. Like, that keep Romans? them on it. I don't know. I feel like it is. Okay, so maybe Jesus didn't say it then. I think it was. Oh, Paul? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Excuse you. Just, sorry. Um, yeah, and parents, we just got to remember that they're going to walk through times. Yeah. They're going to walk through times, and we're going to want to guard them. At but you're going to have to let them. Yes, and we are going, yes, exactly, we're going to have to let them. But And we can't guard them, but you know who is. You got to pray. Is Jesus. Yeah. Jesus will guard them. Yes. I And there's this, I've run into a few people in my life that almost brag about, I, I hear my heart in this, almost brag, like, well, our family does this every night and this and, and mm-hmm. that. I'm like, but are they, and maybe they are, but it's almost like an image of spirituality. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, but do they get it? Yeah. I, I don't know if that makes made sense. No, it does, because that's where I'm at with, like, I mean, being, a, like, in a church leadership position, um, but and seeing, like, other, like, churches, I know, like, now, I don't think that of our church personally at this point in time but seeing other churches always being so focused on numbers 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 we want to grow we want to be this we want we want to be massive and I'm like I don't care how many walk I mean I don't care how many sit in the pew (coughs) what I care about is how many are actually living it out yeah and it's it's that age-old concept of (coughs) religion versus Spirituality. If you can quote scripture, but nothing has changed inside of you, mm-hmm. it's that verse that says you're like a clanging gong. And I, <laughs> that's really more if you don't have love. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it applies. It, it applies. Like if you can quote me a whole book of the Bible, but none of it has changed you. Mm-hmm. Okay. What does it even mean? Okay. What is the purpose of it? Right. <clears throat> and that takes a humbling and um, an inward reflection that I see as someone who has admitted to having a spirit of pride before, there is a huge spirit of pride that is stopping Christians from looking in the mirror and seeing where they need to submit things to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Particularly, I see this in marriages yeah. manifest, yeah. where one spouse refuses to, to like ever admit fault. Yes. Okay, but I'm getting on sidetracked now. <coughs> oh, my word. People, please pray for this. It's like a every other month thing where this cough just comes up. 
So this is the power of the Holy Spirit we have available to us now, you guys. Mm-hmm. This is the age, what the age we are living in now is called, anything after the ascension of Christ and the coming of the Holy Spirit is called the age of grace, the church mm-hmm. age. And we are in that age until Christ's glorious return. We are living in this age where we can access the Lord at any time. Mm-hmm. And I would say we have just grown so is lazy yeah complacent to that like we take for granted that Mm -hmm. we can boldly approach the throne (coughs) of grace yes and literally call upon the power of Mm -hmm. the holy spirit yeah to perform a miracle yeah how many of us are like too scared to try yeah there is a gift of healing yeah i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) and um that made me think of, and I was actually looking at it when you were talking about it, but in verse two, 36 in chapter 2, it says, Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Guys, like so in this passage, a lot of them, technically, probably the people that they were preaching to, probably, you know, maybe some of them were there when Jesus was crucified. Others maybe been out of town, maybe they were, you know, maybe they didn't even really know fully what happened. But we are also grouped in this. In a way, we all put them to death too. Oh, absolutely. And so... The minute we first sinned. Yes. That's it. Exactly. And so... Where was I going with that? My brain blanked. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. But knowing that we have that access, this verse is so convicting in that aspect we all that just reminds us that we are all sinners and yet we have access to this powerful god who wants us to communicate with him he wants us to communicate with him and he wants us to ask for things you know the will will of the lord will be done in the end but he wants us to come with our wants and our needs and everything he knows everything we need he knows everything we want but he wants us to ask him and that's just amazing. That's a great point, Kelly, because I can just even think of last night. I was tired laying in bed, and I know so many people who need a healing touch right now. Mm-hmm. And I, the first thought I had was, well, God knows. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, you need to pray. Yeah. You got to just pray about this. Yeah. I think Satan just wants us to not pray. Yes. you like, okay, no, you need to be intentional. Yes, exactly. And that's where it comes down to. Be intentional with your relationship. Oh my word. (laughs) And down, yeah, be intentional with every single step you take, every relationship you have, every prayer you send up. Be intentional about it. Make it, make your life a fruitful life. Yeah. And when you walk, step in. In tune, in tune, oh my gosh, in tune with the Lord, it will be. You'll produce these fruits. You're like, oh, I don't know how that happened. Oh, yeah, it's the Lord. Yeah, and that's another role of the Holy Spirit is <coughs> to develop the fruits of the Spirit within us, which mm-hmm. we've hit on table talks before. Um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. We should be able to look at the beginning of our faith and mm-hmm. see progress in all of those it's areas. ever-changing it is an Process. example that the Holy Spirit does live within mm-hmm. you. Yes. And so if you're, like, fighting one of them, like yeah. patience, hello, um, you need to, like, give it up. <coughs> um, I love verse 38. If this is for us, you guys, they the people ask, what shall we do? They're being convicted. Mm. And Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children. What was mm-hmm. I saying earlier? And for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Yeah. That's us. Yeah. I was going to say, this is us. (laughs) We were way far off. We're We're in the future. future. But yet, it is for us. Mm -hmm. It is for our children. Yes. This is the promise. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it's a beautiful thing. It is. We just have to remember it and believe it and fully trust and have faith in it. Yeah. And then afterwards, 3,000... is that men? 3,000 were added to their number that day. I'm not yes. sure if that, is that just a yeah, man statistic? It's just a man statistic. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm assuming it is because in chapter 3 it talks about 5,000. It says 5,000 men. Okay. 
Um, so more probably yeah. women, children. Yeah. Um, and I love afterwards, they basically just communed and became yeah. a church. They yep. broke bread. Yep. They prayed. They mm-hmm. worshiped. They sold property yeah. to, to advance the gospel. Yeah. And I read that and go, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's what we all should be doing. Yes. We're meant to do life together. Yes. Break bread. And we have been like on this hospitality kick. Oh, yes, we have. (laughs) I think that's a holy thing. Yes. Like the Lord's like, just invite people. Yeah. Just do it. Just love them. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about chapter three a little bit. I know we didn't, weren't planning on it, but there was something brought to my attention in it today. Um, And so Peter, it's when Peter heals the lame beggar and after he is, Okay, so Peter comes up to him, and he's like, do you want to be healed? And um, he's like, oh, first he goes, what do you need? Sorry, I'm paraphrasing when I should actually read it. And <laughs> and so, um, you know, the beggar was like, he asked them for money. And Peter looked straight at him, and so did John. And then Peter goes, look at me. Look at me. We do not have gold. We do not have silver, but we have something better <laughs> we have Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So, or and it says in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. And it doesn't say he got up and walked, taking him by the right hand to help him up. He instant the man instantly felt his feet and ankles become stronger, and he jumped. He didn't walk. He jumped to his feet, and then he began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. And so Peter then goes on to talk and um, speak to the onlookers, and he gives the same sermon, so to speak, um, that he gave the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, Jesus is who you want. This is what you, like, you, guys, you don't want to miss this. Yeah. It is Jesus' name and, and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see, is what he tells them in verse 16, part of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, And then goes on to talk about, um, how he, he goes now, fellow Israelites, I know you that you acted in ignorance as you did, as you as did your leaders. But this is how God fulfilled what He had foretold through all the prophets, saying that His Messiah <laughs> would suffer. I'm so sorry. <coughs> oh my gosh! Repent, then turn to God, so that your sins will be wiped out. That times of refreshing may come from the Lord, in that He may send the Messiah, who has appointed you for you, even Jesus. Heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything, as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. And then he goes on and talk about Moses. And maybe I'm confusing this with chapter 4. But then, but at this point, at one point in chapter 3 and 4, Yes, it goes down into four. So after all of this, Peter starts to get taken away. He gets arrested. And he's like, guys, don't you want this? Like, don't he's like, as he's being pulled away, he's like, come on, like you want you want a part of this. And can you imagine people like being watching him being pulled away saying, You want to be a part of this at watching him <laughs> drag jail. jail. He's going to jail. Yeah. But yet, guess what? 5,000 men were saved as he was being pulled away to jail. And that's just men. It doesn't even say women, children, or all those things. Because, look, there's a verse in the Bible that says we all recognize the creator. Mm -hmm. We all know that there is a God. Now, some people will deny it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know there's something. I I. Yeah, I stand on that. It's in the Bible. It's truth. You know. Yeah. You know that there is someone, something greater yes. than you. And that's what I believe those people saw. Yes. They were like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He's He knows the answer yeah. to this. So. Yeah. <sighs> 
We are without excuse is how that verse finishes. I really need to memorize where these verses are. I'm working on They're a part of me. Yes. I got to know where they're at. Yes. (laughs) I get it. I'm the same way. (coughs) I'm bad at, but I'm like a step down. I paraphrase the verses even more than, and um, right now I'm working on memorizing every verse in the Romans road. Oh, wow. Um, but I can paraphrase them, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I want to know them word for word. But I think today that pretty much wraps it up, Yeah, especially because as I talk, my throat gets dry and drier. It's so weird. It is so weird. So I'm, I apologize, guys, for coughing, especially my mom and dad, who's going to say something about, oh, you really could have coughed away from the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, at our bonfire well, it was Seth that did the impression of us. Oh, like, yeah. And then we laugh. Oh, hey, Seth. <laughs> that, yeah, he doesn't, he really listens to them. But I'm like, you should listen to our new ones now. We've barely been trying yeah. to laugh. We don't, we don't we laugh can't as talk I can. that. We just have so much fun together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But anywho, thank you all for joining us again. We'll be back from the next couple chapters in the book of Acts. Next week? Yeah. I kind of feel the need to say, like, tap into the Holy Spirit, you guys. Like, pray. Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit, guide me. If you're hearing this for the first time and you haven't really learned how to tap into that power, you just ask. Yep. Well, Holy Spirit, guide me. And trust. Yes. Trust it. Trust it. That's a good word. There we go. There we go. Okay. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating so more people can find us. If you want to stay in the know with all of our latest happenings, go to our website, www.project68ministry.com and become a Hosanna homie by subscribing to our newsletter. Also, feel free to tag along with us on all of our adventures by following along on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Project 68 Ministry across the board. Again, thank you so much for your support. We could seriously not do it without you. Much love and God bless to everyone.